Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. As a member of MTE, you have access to educational resources to help you tailor your energy use to your lifestyle. Interested in electric vehicles? MTE has incentives. You can learn about those and learn about EVs and connect with others who share your interest. DriveEV.com online. We've got uh, Keith Bratcher joining us today. And um, Keith, tell uh, tell us all a little bit about um, uh, some of the things that you're involved in. Let's see. I know you're on road board, right? Uh, that's correct. Yes, sir. I'm on the road board. Uh, been on the beer board for uh, about 29 years. Um, 29 years? Been on. I've been on the beer board 29 years. First board I ever got on. Got on there in uh, 1994. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, seen some interesting things on there over the years, but for the most part, went pretty smooth. But, uh, but um, you know. Used to be uh, still involved in things, you know, with firefighting. Uh, you know, retired there from the fire department in 2018. But was that and that was city, right? That city of Murfreesboro. Yeah. Yes, sir. There, I was there for uh, 35 years, and but still involved with what goes on with you know firefighters and advocate for uh, firefighter things. But well, that's awesome. Uh, State Representative Mike Sparks. Um, why is there someone with blue lights trailing you coming down Broad Street? I, I mean, what was Because I was speeding. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I was running late. Really? Uh, Keith said that you called him and then you text me and said you were on the way and said you were on Broad Street. And I had I finally asked Keith, I said, where on Broad well, 84 Street? Lumber. You know, is he still in Smyrna? That's, you know? that, now, is that, is that Broad Street at 84 Lumber? Uh-huh. All right, I didn't know. Highway 41. Now it changes when you when you get into Smyrna. It's called what? Lowry. It's got a lot of names. I know it does. In fact, it's also named Major uh, Major James Walls Highway for three miles. My mentor. Yeah. If y'all remember the Omni Hut, you know I always consider Major Walls a mentor. We got to name that after him. Shoot, six or seven years ago. So it. It's Lowry, and then it turns to that somewhere around Omni Hut, right? And then back to Lowry. Yeah, it's in front of the Omni. We put the sign like right there in front of Joe Joe Wall's place, uh, North American Evergreens. And um, Sally was still alive at the time, if folks remember Sally Walls. Uh, Major Walls had had, had passed, um, but it goes from there to to about eight forty. You know. Well, um, I know you and Keith go way back. Um, obviously, you had a plan and what yeah. you wanted to talk about today with Keith here. Oh, we don't. We don't have a plan. We're just gonna wing it. I right? figured that was you. <laughs> we just gonna wing it. No, you know this guy. I was thinking about Keith last night. He, he this guy's one of my heroes. I mean, I know I've never told him that, so don't get choked up, Keith. <laughs> but you know, when I was a young county commissioner twenty years ago. This guy was on like every board, and I used to think, man, that dude's on a lot of boards. But you know what? One thing I learned about him, he's passionate. So you want passionate people serving. You don't want people up there to to just get a, a small little paycheck every month. And sometimes, unfortunately, I see that. But this dude, I remember you calling me about Jefferson Pike years ago. He's on the road board, and he said, man, something's got to be done out here. And I remember going out there. I, Brian, you probably remember this. And um, he said, how dirty the road gets near the landfill. And uh, I guess that's your road board area. And, and I drove out there, and I see a, I see one of them street sweepers on the side of the road. So I pulled up the street sweeper, and I said, hey, you know, how often are you out here? 
he goes, well, I'm out here. I thought he said every day, okay, except weekends is what he told me. And I noticed a truck on the side of the road sitting there with a busted windshield, you know, and I didn't really think about it. I said, hey, man, what happened to that truck over there? And it was, you know, probably 200 feet away, 200 yards away, somewhere there. And he said, well, I don't know, but there's a manager. Go over and talk to him, manager from the landfill. So I pull up and I get out of my car and I walk up there and I hear a guy said hey Mike how you doing and and it was a guy that knew me from high school I think it's I think it was Brian Sturdivich I think it or no Brian Gafford Brian Galford yeah Brian yeah. good for you Brian Galford he was a big baseball player and I was like hey man what's going on and he had a cut on his neck and what had happened a rock fell out of one of the trucks right there where they were the dude was doing the little what do you call it the curtain the, you know, the curtain to, to, but he did it I guess while he's driving into Jefferson Pike, yeah. yeah, and the rock fell out. It hit his dash. It hit. It bent the steering wheel. I mean, I couldn't believe this happened. It bent the steering wheel, grazed his neck, cut his neck, and went out the back windshield. He couldn't find the rock. I mean, the stone was gone. It had to be the size of a of a softball, I'm guessing. But that dude been lucky to be alive. And I remember I called. I think it was Jimmy Hart of the Day News Journal. Said, "Man, you need to cover this." And they they paid for his windshield, fixed his truck. Uh, but it was on camera. They, they went back and looked at the camera. and um, But that's just one example of how God used this dude. Because three hours later, I was at transportation committee at the house. I was vice chairman of transportation. And I was talking about the need to widen Jefferson Pike. I mean, we're finally getting it done after all these years. But that's just one example of this brother right here. Another thing is when we had those dope dealers selling dope to our kids, you know, the synthetic weed and the mollies and the k2 people may remember that and this guy right here because uh you know the, they put a raid together tbi and local law enforcement and raided a lot of these markets i think it was called operation snuff and this dude was the chairman of the beer board and he goes out and bam starts pulling these markets beer licenses you hit them in the pocketbook you know and um those are just some of the few examples i've seen where this guy steps up and serves the community a lot of people may not see what he does in the behind the scenes you know well you know when you t- talk about row board beer board those are all very important things that go on but it's keith not one of those that you know gets the you know light constantly shining on those committees and things of that nature but we have to have people that are willing to serve and that's kind of where in my mind i i wanted to talk with you because it seems like it's harder and harder and harder to get people who are willing to serve the community um because of uh, all the uh, mess that goes on you know just the vitriol on on yeah. on both sides and yeah. it's it's hard to get people who want to step up and do something like that yeah well i think a lot of it is well i'm like mike you know i've born and raised in murfreesboro i've been here all my life so i've seen murfreesboro when it's just little so i think you know I, i've yeah. been here all these years so i really want to uh, see you know the community uh prosper and do well and that's <clears throat> talking about Jefferson Pike, uh, when I very first got elected to uh, uh, the road board in uh, 02, you know, Jefferson Pike was one of the main things, you know, I wanted to kind of see get going and just got that going last year. So, you know, it's taken almost 20 years, you know, sometimes the uh, uh, government wheels turn slow, but they turn. But uh, and then, you know, uh, speaking of the beer board, yeah, it's first board ever got on and just uh, been passionate about uh, things. I think the first thing 
uh, really got me to uh, want to get on that board back at then was um, we had somewhat of a problem with uh, beer being sold to miners. And uh, so collectively through uh, the beer board and the sheriff's department back then, uh, Truman Jones was the sheriff and got with them. And they started doing uh, spot stings and checks and stuff like that. So we kind of got that under, you know, as far as sale of beer to miners kind of under control. And so and they still continue to do those things today. And then I served on the Board of Zoning for a little while. Came off of that in 2013. I was on there for about nine years. So that's a, that's a board that's a, that you have to have, but it's a, not a very popular one to be on as well because yeah. you're going to make somebody yes, mad no matter what decision <laughs> you make. Now, some so, of those things are appointed, right? It's not like – but for the they, road board, you run for that seat. Yeah, the road board is elected. elected. And the um, – the beer board and board of zoning it is uh appointed by the um full com- you're approved by the full commission that's mm-hmm. correct that's correct so there you you've got a couple of ways to help serve your community but i guess mike my, my my point in that is keith and i were just talking before you got here when you were almost pulled over on broad street yes. uh, <laughs> but just talking about what we saw at the state capitol this year and i'm yeah. not going to get into the the details about it but when when you have to have um armed state troopers to take you to the bathroom yeah or why would someone want to get involved in politics i mean you tell it, me you sometimes know? i question myself like how much longer do i want to do this but you know great question i was the other day, I was while we're going through all that chaos. I was painting the house next door, trying to get our house ready to to sell, and um, and I was painting the room, and I was thinking, like, man, how much longer do I want to do this? Do, you know, do I want to deal with this? Because I get upset with my own party. It, it ain't just the, you know, these other groups. I get upset with our own leadership. I mean, you know, they 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 didn't pass my gun safe legislation. The Senate dropped the ball, so that made me upset. My psych bed bill help with mental health some powerful lobbyists kicked it to next year those things make a man want to cuss i mean they really they really do i heard your buddy at the uh, safe store in, oh. in nashville talking about <laughs> yes. it and he was not very well, happy yeah either. i just got off phone with him i invite him to a prayer breakfast we've got in, in laverne tomorrow at 10 o'clock over at laverne city hall with brenda bryant at the at the rear of the multi-purpose building but anyways it does it does get under your skin and i was painting the house and i was thinking about my dad you know my dad was world war ii and he Flew 24 bombing raids in Germany to B-17. Shot down. Seen. He'd always tell me when a plane goes down, he said, there's 10 men going down. He always told me, son, that's 10 men that lost their lives. And the, the 8th Air Force lost a lot of men um, in World War II. And I was thinking about my dad. You know, He couldn't just say, oh, I don't want to go on this B-17 anymore. I'm going home. I'm calling mom. Then I thought about the 58,200 Vietnam veterans we lost that were only 22 years old, many of them, they couldn't go home. And I started thinking, you know, am I going to let this stuff run me out? But it does get to you, man, because it's like, I mean, you know, you, you want to make a difference and then you you worry about your family. You know, Antifa was in front of my house, what, four years ago? Antifa was there and at five in the morning with a yelling at a bullhorn and beating a drum. But in but then again, it's a badge of honor. I mean, I'm glad Antifa was at the house. I'm glad. I mean, I hate to say they woke up all my neighbors, but they did. They woke up my wife. I wasn't there. I was in 
California General Haston watching the watch them do maneuvers. But it's really a badge of honor. But here's the thing about these groups. Antifa never called me. They never emailed me. They never wanted to have a conversation about the issues. These people are paid. They're paid to be divisive and cause chaos. Now, I'm not saying Justin Jones is up or just to cause chaos. I think Justin, I think he, he means well. I think he's misled. Um, and I think this next woke generation, it's a, it's a threat to our republic. I mean, if they're influencing 12-year-olds, See, these people, I said this live on the radio the other day, another station, these folks are playing chess. We're playing checkers. My party is looking to next week, to tomorrow. Maybe maybe they look out next year. My party is guilty of not looking out for the next generation. And we better wise up. The church has got to get involved with this because if the rest of them fall in line with this cancel culture wokeness, it's gonna it, it will affect our whole republic as we know it and it's a it's a it's a threat to the to the state of our our national security as well well you you use some interesting terms there woke and 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 all that and i I just wonder that the joe out there and 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 jack and sally that see that stuff and maybe they are vote democrat maybe they vote republican but they have an eye roll you know i i I think there's so many people there in the middle uh that that's probably the majority but it's the headline grabbing on really both sides that goes back to the state of the media that you've heard me talk about for how many years now for years many years if if the phil williams of the world is only going to cover chaos and devices because they want better ratings where 90 percent of the media is controlled by five corporate interests that is also a threat to our democracy look at the look at the day news journal i mean how many reporters do they have investigating nothing against scott broden i like scott broden if scott's listen he's not going to cover my gun safe bill he's not going to cover my psych bed bill he's not going to cover my bill about affordable housing He's not covering those issues. And here's what's sad, Scott. Neither is a Tennessean. Now, WTVF, they may, they did a story on that um, uh, illegal dumping bill that I had last year, which increases the, the felony, gave the judge more leeway to, to you know, work folks if they were, were caught uh, illegally dumping on the side of the road. We passed that. WTVF did, did interview me about that story. Um, the local papers. They're not covering this stuff. There's a real void. I mean, WGNS will. There's no doubt you're getting raw truth um, on the air, but y'all are, you know, you're limited on your resources. You can only do so much, but that's the state of journalism today. Yes. Um, I, I also believe that, you know, you, you can go anywhere just because of the prevalence uh, of sources. You can go anywhere and get someone that speaks what you believe in your mind anywhere whether you're conservative whether you're uh, a, yeah. a democrat you you can you can find a source find that chambers. you agree yeah, with echo chambers uh-huh. yeah so but you're not um, learning when you when when i'm just going to speak to my church i'm preaching to the choir you know i like to be in those environments where people disagree with you because that's where you learn. I mean, that I just put a form in front of you. That's the a lot of the folks that have been up there about gun control, gun safety. Well, I met with them. Some lawmakers aren't going to meet with them. See what they've got. 
safe storage of firearms was one of their issues. My bill sadly didn't take didn't get taken up in the Senate this year. I don't know what's going on over there on their side. I guess because it mentioned guns, but I'm trying to get the governor to carry legislation. I think the governor will carry it. Um, I think what the governor will do is make it better than we were doing because ours is just tax exemption for one year. If you want to buy a gun safe or you want to find any kind of a gun safety devices they're tax-free right now but see right they're going to expire june the 30th uh but i'm hoping the governor will take it up in special session uh, and i'm hoping he'll take up my psych bed bill and don't listen to the lobbyist listen to the real needs when when the er over here at stonecrest told me personally months ago i had secretary of state trey harger with me that every bed is full a lot of it's mental health and all of a sudden i get handed a bill that would offer relief and then lobbyists kill it so what's going on See, we don't need the legislature to be controlled by lobbyists we need it to be controlled by the people and that's why you have a voice whether it's keith bratcher on the beer board or on the road board you have a voice or you have a voice with me um and others and if they don't listen to you vote them out of office but my psych bed bill there's no no mental no lobby and i did uh, reach out to sam stockard hoping sam would cover it you know hopefully he will let me ask this to you keith because yeah kind of in the in the same fashion uh you know we can say you know journalism is dead or 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 whatever but but the, you know there there are people who are I, I, my my question is what happens to all of the people that are in the middle they have strong beliefs but it seems like we're we're just too far to the left or to the right, but that's not where the majority of Americans live, and we can't seem to get along. And if you can't get along, how are you ever going to do what's best for your communities or your state or the country? I mean, it's it's just really difficult right yeah. now. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I know from my own personal uh, thing about uh, when I, you know, like when I serve on the. Uh, road board you know uh i guess just being in touch with people in your community and a lot of people you know they may <clears throat> they may run for an office and then you know they kind of get away from sometimes uh nashville's not too far away but sometimes they get in nashville and they forget where who they get involved with what's going on on there and they forget about who they really represent back in their community or they even get elected as far as u.s senate and they get in washington dc and they forget really back home who yeah. they represent so i as myself i've never forgotten who i represented where i come from i'm here i want to do what's best for the community so i i just say just stay involved with the people that you represent and uh make sure you uh just like mike said make sure you carry the view of what the people want not necessarily private interest or whatever because i'm not articulating it well but there's a there's a frustration that you know we we've we're we're too far to either side when it when the balance is is in the middle somewhere and you know how are we ever going to work together when we see divisiveness like it is i i I don't know i'm concerned about that well you know and i I, I don't want to uh but i but i but i'm gonna kind of go there i I tell you what um i was raised in the baptist church still am and i tell you what i think uh 
when you go back and you look at way the way things are done you know you take prayer out of schools when you take god out of anything and that's what this whole country was founded on and 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 i think and in the last years we say hey what's what's going on here i think when you take god out of stuff i think this that's what just what this is what you get so i think you gotta you gotta get back to to our creator and uh start living right and start treating neighbors like neighbors and you know you know i know when i was a kid growing up and i'm sure you you all were too i mean i could be i could be four or five blocks over on my bicycle and maybe knocked over a trash can well my parents were gonna know about it before i got home because those people knew who i was there's people who live right beside each other right now don't know they don't even know their neighbor yeah. so I, I kind of think that's uh, a little bit of where we need to get back to. So. Some good points there. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and uh, wrap up our conversation. Keith Bratcher is joining us today along with State Representative Mike Sparks here on Rutherford Issues. Back in a flash. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. We've expanded our store. We've increased it about 600 square feet. We would just be very excited for everybody to come check us out. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. We were able to put merchandise into our store that we previously haven't had displayed. Maternity clothes, scrubs, activewear, pajamas. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. If you want to get some barbecue, i tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Back on Rutherford Issues today, and uh, we've got Keith Bratcher here and uh, also State Representative Mike Sparks. And another big area with road board that you deal with, Keith, is is infrastructure and, and roads and bridges and all that kind of thing, and, uh, you know, all that work that went on to get Jefferson Pike the way it is, but that's that's one example of one road, and it seems like we're so far behind. And I uh, was talking with Rutherford County School Board member the other day, and in the next three years, expecting to add, that it's to add almost 8,000 kids in three years to the school system. So they have moms and dads, and they're on the roads, and so um, it's, it's like we can't ever catch up. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we were just uh, talking about it um, earlier. Uh, the governor this year just signed into uh, a bill. Uh, it's the uh, Governor's Transporta- Transportation Modernization Act. And I think, uh, I don't know, I think he invested a total of about $3 billion, maybe statewide. Mike, and, uh, you can test of that. I think... Uh, it broken down for Rutherford County. I think it was about seven million dollars um, 
of course, that's going to be split up, that's split up between the city of Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Laverne. I think uh, the county, Rutherford County uh, Highway Department, I think we're going to receive about $3 million of that. So uh, that's going to help us to uh, definitely uh, pave a lot more roads, do a lot more roads uh, than have in the past. We, Matter of fact, I just had a uh, Highway Commission meeting on Monday, and matter of fact that uh, – that money we can uh, we do we we can only use for state aid road projects, and uh, matter of fact, we just approved a couple of state aid roads uh, projects uh, on Monday. One was about a million three, and the other one was about two point three million. So, a lot of people ask, "What is a state aid road?" Um, there's really about three categories to be a, become a state aid road but the main one is if you have a county road that links um uh from state road to state road mm-hmm. and matter of fact we just did like um we just approved uh to pave big springs road and that you know goes between bradaville road and what Mitchell about his road he's been griping about the road aren't you gonna talk about it brian yeah yeah you talking I about did. yeah he's talking about uh, thompson lane and where he lives there Leanna. off of Leanna road he and you know pictures of the traffic all the time yeah well you know thompson it's bad lane, isn't it though i mean really bad, well, yeah. a lot of times uh people uh you know they really don't understand uh, they you know and try to educate them all the time a lot of times people think, you know, road, whatever. They think, well, we just call the highway department, you know. But uh, uh, like in the city of Mer- – like Thompson Lane where he's talking about, uh, Thompson Lane runs all the way from, what, Old Fort Parkway, all the way through the city, all the way turns into Compton Road as it passes, as it crosses Memorial. But that is a state route. And a lot of times people say, hey, uh, Keith, hey, can you fix so-and-so or see about getting get so-and-so fixed? Well, it's a city road sometimes so people don't know if they're in the county or city and the we in the county you know we pave we take care of paving all our roads in the city they contract all their stuff out which don't get me wrong if even if it's a state road that's in my route we have contacts you know for people at the state and uh, you know we, we we forward that on and try to uh you know get it fixed and taken care of fast as possible not as quick as if it's a county road you know you contact me usually uh, Greg Brooks and his staff they're very attentive if it's a county road you know, day or two maybe even that day uh, now I just can't uh, while I got an opportunity I just can't say enough I brag about I brag on them all the time um, uh, the Rutherford County Highway Department and uh, Greg Brooks and his staff I mean man they do a tremendous job uh, every day and I hate to mention names but i i do want to give a shout out you know they always say uh do you want to talk to the man in charge or the lady knows what's going on uh miss mary hickerson she has been there for a long time she she's the one that does all the um she takes care of all the book work all the finance she keeps us in line and what we what uh mm-hmm. what's going on and uh greg and his staff um his assistants, uh, Derek Manning and Randy Ward, and and I, I you put names out there, but there are so many individuals every day. People come and say, "Hey, Keith, y'all paved Betty Ford Road. That's that's near me." And they, I mean, it, it, the roads that they do is just phenomenal. And they say, "I, you know, I tell them all the time, I like to take the credit, but I, you know, but I can't." I say, "Hey, you know what? It's the people at the highway department, man. They do a great job of keeping these roads looking good every day." And 
keeping the side of the roads cut. I mean, so whether it's the guy that's out there on a paving crew, he's on a tractor cutting side roads, and you're in the office. I mean, they all really work together really well. And I just tell people, hey, just go a few counties north, south, east, or west of Rutherford, and uh, we're second. Rutherford County Highway Department is second to nobody. So, yeah, it it is. It's an important thing, but as, as as we see growth and businesses, you know, your little four-lane Memorial Boulevard, mm-hmm. you know, is not going to be able to handle yes. the traffic that's coming in. And we see it on South Church Street, Salem Highway. Boy, what a headache that was. And then that new stretch was built. Mm-hmm. And they start on the other leg. But is that going to handle all the traffic that's yeah. that's moving out into that area you know, you know just this morning i seen in the news it was 77 minutes to get from smyrna to nashville uh speaking of the media you know nothing against phil williams if he's listening but but the governor i mean the general assembly we invested three billion dollars three billion with a b in the transportation modernization fund to help on all this congestion on the choice lanes uh, provided 300 million to expand the state a road program for local road projects i mean this stuff needs to be talked about you know the scott brodens of the world need to cover this kind of stuff and cover the thompson lane cover the jefferson pikes it's that's coming to fruition but I, I i deal with that every day well now almost every day dealing with that traffic we've got to do something people want to move to tennessee there's no doubt it's one of the greatest states to live work and play and retire people want to be here but until we get our cost under control because this is all all this stuff that i'm bragging about with the governor general assembly record tax cuts record investments this is not sustainable though brian we can't this is not going to be every year we're going to run into some dark times i think i think next year is going to be a little we're probably going to head into recession a lot of economists are saying that and you can't continue to fund at the levels we've been funding that includes yeah. education well yeah Unfortunately, our time's gotten away. Guys, I appreciate you coming in today. It's uh, been good to catch up with Keith Bratcher and State Representative Mike Sparks. Don't forget, check the podcast if you missed any of the show.